Welcome to Neighbor Up Spotlight. I'm Carol Malone, your host. Thank you for joining me today. Neighbor Up Spotlight showcases citizens making positive contributions to their neighborhoods. My guest today is Ms. Kristen Farmer, founder of Birthing Beautiful Communities. Welcome to Neighborhood Spotlight. I appreciate you being here today. Thank you for having me today, Carol. Oh, absolutely. We have so much to talk about. Before we get started, I would like to share some background information about my guest today. Ms. Farmer is founder of Birthing Beautiful Communities, a commune of birth workers, also known as doulas, dedicated to changing and improving our community through birth. Recognizing the need for more culturally centered care and support for pregnant women, Ms. Farmer developed a holistic birthing program in her community. This year, her program was awarded a grant for $125,000 from the Cleveland Foundation and the Greater University Circle Community Health Initiative for a pilot program in the Huff neighborhood. Ms. Farmer, tell us about Birthing Beautiful Communities and the work you do to help pregnant women. So Birth in Beautiful Communities is just that um, it is a commune of birth workers. And what we strive to do is birth communities through babies. Um, and one of the ways that we do that is provide a lot of hands-on support for the mother um, throughout her prenatal period. Yeah, through, that's very important. It is very yeah, I know important. when I was pregnant with my daughter, I was very happy a friend of mine was there with me because mm-hmm. my mom couldn't make it. Yes. Yeah. At the labor and delivery and also uh, in the postpartum period too, which is often referred to as the fourth trimester. And yeah. so uh, we provide a lot of supportive services for the mother. That's very important, the postpartum. Just talk about that just for a moment. Yes. So the postpartum period is the period um, and and after the baby has made its arrival here. Um, And a lot of times it's overlooked, but because you the baby is not in utero anymore, but it's actually the most important, uh, one of the most important uh, phases in pregnancy and labor and delivery. And so uh, during that period of time, that's when the mother and the baby, they're bonding. Um, That's when breastfeeding is being introduced. Mm-hmm. Um, to the baby and also the mother too because it's a learning process for both the, the, the mother and the baby um, but that's when a lot of the support is is, is much needed um, because the village is needed in order to help that mom I mean your, your world really changes once that baby arrives here and, and I can remember after having my daughter when the, they someone came from a university hospital because they're also concerned about women suddenly becoming depressed mm-hmm. after they have the baby Yes. So postpartum depression is really is is a real thing and it's um, it's very prevalent in the African-American community um, around mental health um, issues. And so that's another uh, part um, that our uh, team addresses. And we actually work with a psychologist named Dr. Angela Neal Barnett, who specifically um, has work around stress, anxiety and depression, specifically in African-American women. And so we use those tools and those skills that we learn through her SOS circle, which is Sisters Offering Support. I love that, yes. Yeah. (laughs) It's very Um, much needed. In order to um, help the mother or support that mother um, through that period um, as well so that, um, you know, we are recognizing um, her challenges and, you know, we are there to support her and that infant child um, during a very critical period. Now, how many women do you have that you're that are actively working as doulas and, and the women that you're training? So we started off with um, five okay. um, and they were from Glenville neighborhood, East Cleveland. Um, and then we just trained five more 
Oh, that's great. So we have a total of uh, 10 women who are being trained um, or actually just finished the training. Um, We just finished last weekend uh, and it was very intense, uh, but it covered uh, from A to Z. Yeah, you have a lot of information to cover. Yes. A lot of information to cover. Now, how will your grant impact your program? And I understand on top of the $125,000, you've just had another fabulous uh, bonus come to you. Yes. So um, Ohio Medicaid awarded our our group um, um, a little over $500,000 to expand our services um, throughout the city and the county. Um, And and with those funds, we will be looking for uh, more women to join our team as birth workers. But then we're also able to service um, a lot more women um, with more, even more robust um, services uh, that this uh, grant will allow us to do. I know before we were recording, you were talking about the, you know, just how this has all come about and how everything has fallen into place. It's just been fantastic. Yeah. You know, I I think that, um, you know, many people, they they see me as sort of having popped up on the birth scene within the last (laughs) the last two or three years. But um, that that couldn't be further from the truth. My journey around birth work started when I was 16 um, years old. Please expand on that because I read that. I'm glad you brought that up. I was going to ask you. And so um, this has been 15 years in the making. I'm now 31 years old. So um, I mean from um, a very early age I I always knew that I wanted to work with mothers um, and babies. I've always been obsessed with (laughs) with newborn babies and um, I've always been obsessed with um, the pregnant human body. I I think that it's absolutely amazing um, the process that it is. It is. It is. It is amazing. Yeah, I mean, for for someone to grow a, another human being inside Side of, of them, you, right? I think it's just absolutely amazing. And so, and how I, the body accommodates yes, that baby, yes, and moves everything around mm-hmm. for the baby, moves it all around. around yeah, you even know. your tailbone. Mm-hmm. Moving out the way and moving back in place. Everything and, and how uh, nutrients are extracted from, you know, the body to feed yeah. um, this this human who is coming into this world. And just that sort of automatic bond that you, you feel upon um, even sort of finding out you're with child because right. you, you start to to take care of your body a little bit differently, you know, and, and, and it's a subconscious, you know, sort of thing. It's yeah. just like this instinct and you're suddenly like, OK, I'm not living for myself anymore. And so, again, you know, from a very early age, I, I had just been um you know, obsessed with the idea of doing that. And so I, my, my goal was to become a midwife. Okay. I, I specifically wanted to actually catch babies. Um, <laughs> and I dreamed of having um, a birthing center um, here in, in Cleveland because I, I knew from um, a cultural standpoint, and, and actually I, I'll, I'll even expand on that a little bit more to say that the um, options for birth in, in Cleveland are very limited. And especially when you are um, a woman of color, yeah. um, specifically, and, and you live within a certain neighborhood and, yeah, and you have and, you access know, to certain things or don't have access. Exactly. To and, it, and it all sounds kind of odd, given that Cleveland is this medical hub and you've got University Hospital, Cleveland Clinic. And, you know, that that's mm-hmm. that still is a startling piece of information. It is. And I, and I think that um, the misconception, too, is that, you know, that pregnancy is this sort of, you know, medical. Medi- 
physically, you know, induced sort of state of being. And and that's not the case. I mean, pregnancy is a very normal, natural process. I mean, we are all, you know, mammals and we really don't go through the reproductive uh, uh, stage any different from any other animal, animal or right. mammal. Right. And right. so it's this very normal process. And so um, I think that, you know, birth um, is 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 looked at from this heavy clinical standpoint, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, and, and it's just, again, it's just this very natural, you know, standpoint now, you know, don't get me wrong, things can go go wrong, wrong, you know, and and so uh, that, that medical care and that clinical care is much needed and much appreciated. It's it's a very important piece, but we have to remember that um, we are human beings first and and our bodies are, are really made to, to do this or else there wouldn't be billions of people in this world. Exactly. Right? It's perfectly engineered. <laughs> Woman's body is perfectly engineered. Right. <laughs> you know. Well, that being said, how can people help? How can people get involved? Um, so we get a lot of requests for um, uh, of people wanting to volunteer. And um, and, and that's totally fine um, with us because we do host a number of uh, events, workshops, um, and clinics that we put on across uh, the city. Uh, uh, two weeks ago, uh, we had a uh, baby wrapping event. Okay, yeah, I, I saw that on your website. Yeah, yeah and so, um, which it was a great turnout. Uh, we had... Uh, well, could you explain a little bit what that baby wrapping yes, is for our I'm audience? Sorry. So, um, so baby wrapping um, is is literally a um, it's a, a a way to bond better with the baby to promote breastfeeding and just promote closeness. I mean that nurturing aspect. And so, what it is is um, a rebozo or a long piece of fabric um, that measures in about five or six yards and um, you know um, a lot of women from West African culture just African culture period it's almost indigenous to to us here as African Americans um, here in the United States um, is this sort of idea of wrapping your baby and having your baby close to you on the front of you on the back of you on the side of you so that you can multitask and you now have both (laughs) hands instead of you know you're trying to wash the dishes with a, a baby on the hip and right. <laughs> um, but it but it allows you to maneuver around a lot you know more free freely um, on top of the fact again that um, this this baby or this child is getting that closeness and that and that nurturing aspect that is so um, it, it needs that it, it really needs well I mean if anyone wanted to donate fabric people can't donate fabric to you and, yes. and things of that nature <laughs> yes so we're all we're always um, accepting um, new or gently used baby items okay. period so um because we are still a very grassroots um organization and i and i always want to keep it that way um i don't want to take that grassroots aspect of it um a lot of our birth workers or our our doulas we have we have we all have a baby bank and so my garage is filled <laughs> to capacity baby with baby with baby things <laughs> because great. people come by and they drop things off so um and you know, they, they get donated very quickly i'm sure yeah they do yeah. so so it's clothes it's um Car seats, is uh, carriers, uh, cribs. We, you know, we've had baby um, food, everything, ba- everything. That, you know, that is that's donated to us, and so we, um, you know, we give those items out accordingly to mothers in the community who who need them. That's awesome. So, what do you see in the future for birthing beautiful communities? And a very perfect world. <laughs> Sounds like the beginning of a movie trailer in a perfect world. Right. Um, I mean, I I really see that uh, we are able to give 
women holistic care and empower um, women into taking charge of their own births and their own lives um, in general because you know you know the crux of our program is around birth but we understand from a holistic approach that there's much more work that needs to be done right so right. women need to be afforded education opportunities they need to be afforded workforce opportunities right. um, you know they need to be afforded entrepreneurial you know opportunities and so the women who who come through our doors you know we don't take for granted any of their talents or their skills right. you know we ask them what are you good at what is it that you love to do and you know how can we help you harness that that talent and that passion that you have you know we mm-hmm. have a lot of connections and we so we, we utilize <laughs> neighborhood connections exactly right? which is a <laughs> lead into what I was going to say. We are neighborhood connections. So we do have the opportunity. Everything that you just uh, uh, listed right there, neighborhood connections has those components to, preg- to plug women into mm-hmm. and fathers. Yes. As well. Yes. You know, to plug into those opportunities to help you get your life mm-hmm. on track. Yes. Or back on track. Exactly. And so, I mean, we don't live, we don't leave the fathers um, out of the equation um, of this. Um, at, at our last event, uh, the baby wrapping event, I was so so happy to see um, the turnout of men who came who wanted to learn how can, how they can wear their babies too right? right and I mean and I think that that's um, very um, telling and really paints a very positive picture um, of the type of involvement you know from the fathers yeah because I was just thinking have you have you have you connected with anyone at the fatherhood initiative in terms of what you're doing so that's coming up so oh, I, awesome. just, yeah. I just got an email last night of a, of a connection that is being made now absolutely um, from neighborhood connections to um, um, the fatherhood. Certainly, um, I'm sure initiative. that uh, Mr. Al Grimes, who's mm-hmm. the director, and Peter Lawson Jones, who is the founder, would be more than happy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So connect with you. That's a perfect marriage. It's a perfect fit. It's a perfect fit. And and um, I know we, you know a lot of people they do ask you know us like you know you're still focused on the mothers, um, but yes, the mothers are the focus um, for us because I mean the mothers give birth to both males and females, right. and you know they are the the first person that. That this child is attached to yes, you know and I mean true. you know and so if we can <laughs> I'm laughing because I couldn't go to the bathroom by myself oh, no. for the first five years of my yeah. daughter's life you know exactly <laughs> and even if the father is present even yeah. when the father is present in the home and the life right. that child is still um, innately connected to the mother and yeah. so if we can support the mother uplift her and empower her she has the ability to do the same to her children and exactly. she has the same she has the ability to do the same to her mate that's right. to her male partner and so and and that's why it's very important for us to start with the woman and then just make those connections with other um, initiatives or programs around um, fatherhood because that's equally important but but mommy comes first <laughs> that's that's right for us that's right everybody loves their mom yeah that's for sure well i'd like to leave our audience with some important facts 22 babies in Huff die for every 1,000 born. Six babies in the U.S. die for every 1,000 born. Black babies are three times more likely to die before 12 months. African American women are affected by infant deaths three times more than the national average. In Cleveland, Ohio, the most affected neighborhoods are Central, Buckeye, Woodland, Ohio City, Lee Harvard, and Huff. On average, 30 babies die a year in Central. If you have the need, <clears throat> if you are in need of support, contact Birthing Beautiful Communities 
at 216-402-0924 or email them at info at birthingbeautiful.org. To close with your organization's phrase, no woman should ever birth alone. Everyone deserves the best start. I want to thank my guest, Ms. Kristen Farmer, for spending time with me today. This has been very informative. I really appreciate you coming in and the work that you're doing. I'm so very happy for you and very proud of you. Thank you so much. You're quite welcome. I want to thank our listening audience for tuning in today. Please join us next time as we continue our conversation with Cleveland residents who are making positive contributions to their neighborhood and our city. If you have a great idea and want to do something positive for your neighborhood, contact Neighborhood Connections at 216-361-0042 or send us an email at www.neighborhoodgrants.org and like us on Facebook. Get informed. Get involved. Neighbor up. I'm Carol Malone, your host. Thank you for joining me today on Neighbor Up Spotlight. Neighbor Up Spotlight is sponsored by Neighborhood Connections and the Cleveland Foundation in association with Bad Racket Recording Studios. Executive producer, creator, writer, host, Carol Malone. Co-producer, Lila Mills. Co-producer, engineer, Henry Rapp. Neighbor Up Cleveland. Neighbor Up Cleveland.